All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Glitch Cube. Um, each week, we do dive a little deeper into video games, but right now, we are testing out some things, and welcome to this little uh, blip in the radar, our .5 episode, where we kind of take the time to go over what we've been doing for the week. Uh, we noticed that that does take a little bit out of the episode each week, so we wanted to give it time to breathe and, you know, get let you guys get to know us a little bit better. So, as always, I'm Christian. I'm Chris. And, yeah, so... Usually we like to do the joyous plugs in the beginning of the episode, and we figure we might as well try and turn that into a little episode on its own. So why don't you start us off? What's going on? What's on your radar this week? What do you got going on? Um, Honestly, I haven't really... Well, so I got back into one of my big addictions, mm. and uh, I got back into Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and... At first, I was just going to play with my friend and, you know, level up. And then my wife wanted to play and she's totally sucked into it, power leveling like crazy. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm kind of getting back into this. And it's like, I tell myself, oh, well, I'll still play, you know, my single player games because I want that story. I want to, you know, play for my backlog. Mm -hmm. But I find myself, I'm like, I just, I want to level up my crafter today. I want to. I want to chop some trees, you know? Right. And that, that that goes on for a little bit. And then I'm like, oh, I should really play something else. And then two hours later, here I am still chopping trees, you yeah. know? <laughs> and, but it's, I don't know. For me, that game is special because when my uh, dad passed away, I got heavily into this game. Mm -hmm. Like, it was basically my coping mechanism. Right. And I played it heavily. And then when... Shadowbringers came out. I hit level 80 and I kind of stopped. Like I had finished the story up at that point and then I just didn't touch it until now. And I'm kind of gearing up for the new expansion coming out in November. And it's just, I don't know what it is, but it's bringing me back that like comfort and with being kind of stressed out the past month or so, it's been really, really helping with that. And, you know, looking at, I always looked at them as a war between World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. And with all the shit that's been going on with Blizzard and what they've done not only to, you know, their players, but especially their workers, it's yeah. like you realize how bad of a company they are. It's and crazy. There's so much coming out right now. Yeah. And it's like when the head person of that company is defending those people, like, that's just wrong. And so I look at like what the creators have done with 14 and they listen to their players, which is kind of surprising because you wouldn't really expect that. Well, especially for like a final fantasy title, right? Like they just do their own thing. Yeah. Like a lot of times, like, you know, with Western games, you kind of expect the devs to listen to the players and respond. But a game like from Japan, you wouldn't really expect that so much. But here they are. They actually listen to their community. They, they're all about inclusion. You know, people of different like ideas and everything. They just incorporate it, and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm I'm playing a new class, and it's just I'm having a lot more fun than I thought I would with it. And 
it's great. You know, it's also, even though I'm paying monthly for it, it's surprisingly saving me money because before that I would just be buying a bunch of games every month, adding it to my backlog and barely play them. But that's true. I never thought about that way. Like <clears throat> when I first thought about Final Fantasy 14, I always saw the paywall mm-hmm. and I was just like, oh, do I really want to do a monthly payment? But you're right. Like I, I'm looking, I'm thinking about some of the games that I bought, like let's say last month and how much time I put into them. And it's just like, oh, well, you know, for like, what is it? Like 20 bucks. I could have just had like a solid game yeah. that I would have actually enjoyed playing throughout. Right. And just gone back to over and over again versus like let me just try this game out for 15 let me try this one it's only like you know 20 bucks here 20 bucks there and it definitely does add up overall oh yeah so yeah it's it's crazy and like one of the big things that's nuts about the final fantasy 14 as a whole is the fact that the developers were okay with basically destroying their original world right Mm -hmm. like because of how i mean it wasn't a great game when it came out or at yeah. least it it came. There was a lot of backlash towards it, right? Like it, it was really bad. Yeah. So I really like the fact that they had a built-in event for players to go through and kind of explore, and then like basically witness the apocalypse and then the rebirth of their game. So that was a really cool way of doing it. So that. I, I did enjoy that. And I, I always have like a lot of respect for that game. I just haven't put any time into it because I'm just afraid of how much. Like I feel like that's definitely one that I could definitely get sucked into. I could see it. I, I know kind of how you get. And I feel like yeah, if you yeah. did get into it, you would just be like, you'd be the cat boy. Just, oh, yeah. you know, messing around. And it's like, I don't know. But that's the joy of it, you know. And going back to how you said where they destroyed their original game in the credits when you beat the base game it actually lists every player that played during that time that's so every username is just shown on there and it's almost 20 minutes just for that part of the credit log which is bonkers but they are a part of the history of the game right like they're the reason why this game's still alive because they played it and then they listened to them like they they were basically like um uh, consultants at that point right yeah or like qa testers so of course like that's really cool i didn't know they did that yeah it's i didn't know about it until recently because i i skipped the credits when i first played it a long time ago and then i saw someone talking about it. i'm like oh that's actually really awesome that they did that you know you don't you don't see that unless it was like a kickstarted game and stuff like that. So yeah. I thought that was really awesome. But when I'm not playing that, uh, I've been trying to play more games on my Switch just mm. because this year I seem to be using it more than I ever have. Yeah. And I started playing No More Heroes, oh, which nice. is kind of cool. I always wanted to play it back in the day, but I didn't have a Wii. So playing through it now, it's it's really cool. I, I like it. Yeah, that's a fun little game. I, the aesthetic of it is really cool too. And wasn't that like on the Wii where you actually like swung the beam saber? Mm-hmm. That, way? that was a selling point. Like yeah. that was one of the only ones that really did it because it was like that in Red Steel, and Red Steel was bad. <laughs> yeah, I remember with Skyward Sword, it it felt pretty clunky too. Yeah. No, I remember Red Steel came out uh, before they had like the Motion Plus and all that. Oh. 
So it was uh, that was my biggest complaint with the Wii originally was wherever you turned on the game, if you moved, the calibration was off and you were kind of fucked, right? So playing Red Steel, it's like, okay, let me just shift in the couch real quick. All of a sudden, you're like swinging sideways, like you're not hitting anything. So you have to like find the spot to like put your hands back where they were kind of to -hmm. properly calibrate it. And I just, oh, I hated it. I remember playing Metroid that same way where like before I would, you know, turn everything on, I would have to get into a really comfortable position (laughs) and like find a way to rest my hands where I'm like, okay, I think I'll be good for a couple hours right here and then turn on the game. (laughs) because <laughs> otherwise it's just like the aiming was way off you're like spinning in circles for no reason it's just uh yeah luckily i mean the motion plus did help but the fact that you had to buy an extra bit just to make the controller work is mm-hmm. like, like okay but and that harkens back cause... to like the innovation thing we were talking about in the last episode right like yeah so and it's weird that that little motion plus does anything because it really just looks like it's a piece of plastic yeah, I don't even know what it does. Like it, I know it. Like I have one because it came with it, and like it, it literally just looks like something that plugs into the bottom, and that's it. Yeah. Like I don't even know if there's anything in it, but right? Like it could just be a placebo. <laughs> exactly, with the Nintendo to do that. <laughs> there's just rocks in there, <laughs> <laughs> little tiny pebbles. Right, it's a rain stick now. <laughs> so whenever you get stressed that you can't move anywhere, you just tip the controller and you listen to the rain to calm you down. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Actually, that's a really good idea. I wonder if that would stop like rage quits and stuff like that. Possibly. Oh my god! I think we just came up with a brilliant idea for like oh, a de stressor <laughs> rain stick controller. <laughs> when you're playing Call of Duty and you need to calm down for a second, you just turn your controller upside down. Hell yeah. I think I had a controller like that. My GameCube used to make noises like that. Or Maybe my it was just broken. Oh, yeah. I threw it on the ground a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. <laughs> There's just bits and pieces all over the place. I mean, the fucking like, joystick plastic piece was completely off. So oh, there was no more nub. It rattled like hell. Yeah. No, I, that what thing was. What did you do to it? <laughs> some hardcore Smash Brothers, man. <laughs> Oh my god i mean you get a group of wrestlers in a room playing smash brothers all night something's gonna break so yeah, that's, good that's point. exactly what happened <laughs> 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 oh gosh yeah that was bad <laughs> yeah motion controls Yikes. always a great experience gosh i always want to turn those off instantly yeah, I mean, I, I got a Wii U, like, last year for emulation reasons, and it it's cool, but having, like, I love that you can use the game pad, even though it weirdly feels awkward, even yeah. though the Switch is built around that, but when I have to use the remote, or the, yeah, the Wiimote for anything, I'm just like, this sucks, like, <laughs> it's too sensitive, and I feel like the the cursor is so big that, like, you need a huge TV to really, like, I don't know, pinpoint something. Like, I'm trying to think back to the old days with smaller TVs. Like, I feel like it would just be really weird. Oh, yeah. It was playing the game for 10 minutes and then, you know, moving your hands around until you found your cursor for, like, 20. Yep. So. 
Oh, I don't miss those days at all. No. Every time you had to go to a menu, and like during Mario Kart, it's like, okay, where is it? The hand's like shaking <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the good old days. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, but no, no. thank you. What have you been up to? So, I mean, to get real for a second, I mean, this past week has been pretty hard for me i guess i wouldn't say week i'd probably say like last few months Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's been it's been difficult i mean work is tough it's it's a lot to balance right now i'm still trying to figure out my sleep schedule and that's really messing with me um so i've been trying to like find ways to at least like monitor my sleep better um and I mean little shameless plug right real quick uh so i i picked up the whoop and for those of you guys whoop, who don't whoop. know, yeah, whoop, whoop. Um, they, it's a little activity tracker that's really cool. It, you wear it on your wrist. It's constantly tracking everything. It even tracks your sleep down to like the minute. And then it'll actually um, recommend the amount of sleep you need in order to become fully recovered for the next following day which is really cool. And it'll even hmm. give you like recommended bedtimes, right? So it'll say like, you should be in bed for, you know, let's say you need seven hours of solid sleep to be fully recovered for the next day. You, sh- It will say like, you should be in bed for about nine hours because given your sleep trends, it takes you a little bit of time to actually reach deep sleep. And then, you know, like, so it's, it's kind of cool uh. that it, it registers all that stuff. But we are, um, we did get a little bit of a... Um, a a little affiliate program with these guys um as well so i'll put the links in the description for that if you guys are interested or if you want to check out more information on it but it's a really cool tool not only to like get back into shape or monitor your activities and workouts which it does amazingly that was my big thing about the apple watch was that like you had to set it to whatever activity you're doing where with this you just like I just start running and then it'll instantly start logging like activity. Like it knows that you have an accelerated heart rate and it's already knowing that you're doing an activity. You can later change it to what type it was, but it'll completely log your workout without you having to do anything, which is like really nice actually. So that's really cool. Yeah. So um, we do have a thing where you can get your first month for free. So basically you get $30 off and it's just, it's really cool. I love this thing. And I I wanted to bring up not because of the program that we have, just because it's something I'm really enjoying. And I feel like it is helping me uh, get better sleep and better quality sleep lately. Um, But another thing that I've been using to kind of combat my, you know, minor depression that's been coming in, going in waves lately is I've been dipping back into my childhood memories and uh, just enjoying superhero movies again, like nice. shows and movies. Uh, I started watching Doom Patrol, which is actually really good. It's is fun. it? Yeah, I've never heard of Doom Patrol. I didn't know what it was. Um, and then after watching Titans, I I saw that and I was like, oh, well, like I'm already on a hero kick. Might as well keep going with it, right? <laughs> so... It's really cool. It reminds me kind of like um, like Monster of the Week meets superhero mo- uh, show. Huh. So it's 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 pretty it's goofy, but then it has a lot of serious moments, and it it doesn't take itself seriously at all. Where like the main villain, Mister Nobody, is the narrator for the show. Oh, and really? The char- like as he's narrating, the characters actually hear the narration because he's like controlling this the world. So it's it's very interesting and it's it's pretty funny actually. 
So it, it's definitely one to check out. But um, over the last couple of days, I actually I, I haven't watched them yet. So I decided to watch the um, the newer Spider-Man movies um, because of the announcement of the um, the next one coming. Was it like Far From or No Way Home? It's coming out soon. It's something home. Yeah. Yeah, it's Homecoming, it's Far From Home, and now it's going to be No Way Home. So I watched Homecoming and Far From Home, and those movies are great. Like, they're so fun. I feel like they really, in like, re-energize the Spider-Man series. And what I really did enjoy about them is that they didn't have to go back and, you know, explain the whole, oh, Uncle Ben died and, you know, go through all that. It just hopped right into it. It's like, you already know who Spider-Man is. You've seen how many movies on this? You know him from Marvel, like the Endgame, you know, Infinity Wars, all that stuff. Like, you already know this character. So let's just enjoy some time with him. So, like, the graphics are great. The story is really cool. And I, I... realize that i think spider-man is definitely my favorite superhero of all time now like and i i feel like he always has been but now it's just kind of like cemented in my brain that yeah i really am a spider-man fan (laughs) i mean he's awesome you know like i remember growing up and i feel like my brother was always kind of more of a dc kind of person whereas i was more marvel and i felt like spider-man was always like my favorite just because he's young he's more relatable than any other superhero and i don't know i didn't really realize that either until i played the spider-man games that Mm -hmm. came out recently and i was like dude i freaking love spider-man like he's just a fun character yeah he like you said he's totally relatable and it's funny because like his powers are probably the most bizarre right it's mm-hmm. not just like super strength he has spider senses and shoots webs but like he's using tech to shoot the i don't know like everything about it felt like grounded right and the whole idea of like your friendly neighborhood spider-man right like it's just he's just someone that's trying to do what's right and actually like from watching these movies you realize that from the jump from the get-go spider-man has been a better hero than any of the other heroes ever right and the the reason why i'm saying like if you look at iron man yeah sure like a lot of people love iron man he's you know savior of the world all that crap but how many like how many times has he done something selfishly right or like he put himself first or his friends first like spider-man always had the community first that was his mindset Yep. So it's I that's what I really appreciate about the Spider-Man story. And I really love the whole Spider-Verse thing that they're doing and mm-hmm. how they're bringing in like even different ethnicities to take over the the mantle of Spider-Man. And I fucking love Miles Morales. I love that character so much. Um, and the whole like graffiti and just like it just really brings it even more grounded and relatable yeah so it's just really really cool the design of the suit is just rad i love all the different renditions of the suit even the crappy ones where it's like him in sweatpants it's still fun right oh like, yeah like you can see someone like just who wants to do the right thing and wants like needs that i guess i kind of hard to explain but it reminds me of when whenever i used to wrestle and there was 
uh, one specific singlet that I would wear that I felt good. Like as soon as I put it on, I felt stronger, even though it's just aesthetic, right? It's just, it's just a singlet. It does nothing for me. It's not helping me out in any way, but you feel like I called it my superhero singlet (laughs) or the Wolverine singlet because it just had like these cool designs on the sides, like kind of like uh, Wolverine's like little spiky things, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So I had that all over it. And I just, I don't know, there's something about it. Like, it was comfortable. It didn't, like, write up. I loved the design. And I just felt fucking good in it. And I, I don't know, it just, it reminds me of how Spider-Man just put on what he could to feel strong, right? Like, that's what it, that's what it ultimately was. Because, like, he could have just went out there in, in whatever he was wearing at the time. But he wanted to, you know, of course, protect his his identity and everything like that. But I don't know. It's, yeah, it's relatable here. And I just, I love it. I, I'm having a lot of fun re-exploring the world of Marvel, DC, and just heroes in general. Have you seen uh, Invincible or The Boys? I haven't yet, no. I highly recommend them. If you want something a little different, they're both more gritty. I think... Invincible is like, I really enjoyed it. At first, I, I was kind of bored, but it it's really different. I I really liked it. I mean, The Boys is just awesome. It it I haven't felt like where I hated a a villain until I really watched that show. Like really? most of the time, like I feel like villains in superhero movies, it's like. They're just bad because they want to watch not... the world burn. Like there's no, yeah, yeah there's, there's but, only one villain that can pull that off and that's the Joker. But the people in the boys, they're just like complete pieces of shit. And it's like, dude, I want to watch these guys burn, like screw them. You know, basically it's taking the power back from superheroes. And I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I'll have to check those ones out. I'm running out of episodes, so I'll have to definitely. (laughs) But I think that's also too, like, I mean, that's why I love My Hero Academia and everything like that. Like, Mm. I love the grounded hero. Like, I've never been a big fan of, like, heroes like Superman, where it's just this, it's a god. Like, you can't kill him. And even if you did kill him, he'll probably come back. I mean, look at Justice League. They found a way to bring him back to, from, like, from the dead. And sure, like, yeah, they probably, they've done that with every hero, okay but like there's something different about the ones like spider-man or even like deku right from my hero academia Mm -hmm. they just have a different vibe to them and i don't know if it's i don't know if it's the fact that they're teenagers which is weird to think about now that i'm in my 30s that i'm relating to like a 16 year old (laughs) 16 at heart yeah you know big kid big kid at heart so but i i think that's i mean it is important to kind of keep that mentality in you at all times too right it's like, important yeah it's what keeps us young young exactly. at heart. Yeah. forever young yeah and dumb forever young <laughs> i want to be forever dumb <laughs> 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 yeah all right well i think that's gonna do it for this little mini-sode we have here that was pretty fun um yeah yeah, we still got to figure out like a decent name for it. So if you guys have any recommendations for a name for a little thing, we're thinking, you know, little blip, maybe radar cast. I don't know what's on your radar for this week, right? 
something something to try out, something to see. But if you guys have recommendations or if you, yeah, just hit us up. Um, check out everything on our social medias. You know where to find us. And I'm not going to go down that whole normal spiel. Yeah. Yeah, no need for this one. This is just for fun. And, yeah, we'll catch you guys next week with another update and another new episode. See you guys. And bye. bye.